Hello, everybody, and welcome to State of the Realm Episode 3 Weekly Final Fantasy XIV Podcast. And today, we have some uh, horror stories to share with one another. But first, joining me is my usual host. We have Samuel Sly, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. You my boy, Blue! You my boy, Blue! There you on? go. What's going on? Hey, and... A special guest. We haven't revealed our faces yet, but we have a special guest on the show today. He is the hashtag Swagoon himself. Joe never fails. How you doing today, Joe? Got one question for you, Happy. You do? Do you even PvP, bro? I, uh, you know, the queue times <laughs> are not that great. So uh, only on Discussion only on Thursdays. Day. Only on Thursdays. <laughs> How you doing, What's Joe? Up, How you doing? You're looking, you're looking real fresh, Joe. Thank you, thank you, Swag. swag President Swagoon, right there. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's President pretty swag much how it's got to go. So, uh, Sly, I didn't get to give you a chance. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Besides all the woes of yesterday, which we'll talk no, about, no, yeah, well, kind of comfort. Yeah, well, comfort we, each other on. I wish we could hug each other hold over hands. the internet after yesterday and sing, hold hands, sing kumbaya. Sing kumbaya. Yeah, yeah, there we go. All right, well, we have a lot to talk about today. And as you, everyone who's watching can see, we have a different setup for the show going into this episode. This is what we like to call a community segment. We're going to be directly talking with the chat. You know, you guys are going to ask us questions. We're going to discuss uh, things between it. We want you to share your experiences with the topics that we're going to be talking about. And if you find yourself, you know, not really wanting to participate necessarily in the Twitch chat, but you still want to be part of the show, you can tweet at Dream net tv with the hashtag sotr and we will update that live so we have a lot to get through today let's get started the big topic of the day is going to be the live letter special edition that we had this last week and now we know there was a famitsu interview but this show's got to end at some time there's no way we're going to be able to get through all of that so we'll talk about that on a later episode i'm, I'm sorry because i know that both sly and joe want to they have things they want to talk about in that. I know you guys have things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so another we're going to... Another day. Another day. Another we, day. We, we, got, we got all the time in the world. Heaven's Word isn't until June 23rd. So we're going to stick to the live letter uh, special edition. Before we even get into the topics, I mean, was this... Did, do you guys even necessarily think this live letter was that big of a deal? As in, was it necessary? Was it really necessary to have a full live letter? Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminded me of, like, the recap to the announcements at PAX. It's like, well, by the way, guys, this is what we're doing. Don't forget, this is what we're doing. Uh, it's a reiteration of a lot of stuff that people already thought was coming. Yeah, and uh, do you have something to add, Sly? <laughs> yeah, I just feel like all, we got, all they showed us was... You know, all the goodies in, in Heaven's War in terms of Collector's Edition and everything that's getting released. Um, really, we didn't get any extra info except from the Famitsu interviews. So I think it was kind of a, a half live letter, to say the least. Half live letter. I don't think I it was like necessary. It. I, I see some people in the chat talking about, yeah, this live letter was bland, it was met, it was something else that ends in EH. You know, anything that works like that. So, um,. The first thing that they really spoke about, I mean, they, they spoke very briefly about how we're going to be getting the benchmark again next month, and we already spoke about that last week, so just be on the lookout for that, new weapon skills and everything popping up in that. 
But we got the prices for all of the pre-order stuff, which has been available on the store since yesterday. And uh, some people aren't too happy about these prices popping up. I don't but know. I have three more jobs than I did last week. <laughs> three more jobs, are they? <laughs> three more jobs other than Dragoon? Because I know Dragoon's your full-time job. Dragoon's your full-time job. <laughs> well, laying down on the ground's not that hard. <laughs> oh. Right? oh! Sly, you know a little bit about that. I mean, you share the Dragoon. Yeah, mantle. yeah. Yes. I don't know. Like, Sly, are you, are you going to get the physical edition, Sly? Like, be real with me. I see that collection behind you. I got I to gotta know if you're going to... I, I am. I am. I, I like to have stuff for my man cave. So I did. I did get, end up getting the uh, collector's edition for A Realm Reborn. That's what I got signed by the devs. Um, yeah, I did end up getting the collector's edition pre-ordered. Thank God. Um, oh. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking that the only thing that really, really kind of grinds my gears is I was thinking the statue was going to be a little bit bigger. I was kind of expecting the statue to be a bit bigger. Yeah, it was it was about the size of a, of an adult male hand. Joe, are are you getting the collector's edition? Yes, yes I am. Did you get it? You didn't get it already yet, did you? I haven't I haven't pre-ordered yet. It's it's just one of those things where it's like I, I used to sell cars for a long time, and it's I've been behind this side of the table where it's like if you want this, then you have to pay for it, kind of a thing. I just I really would have liked something more along the lines of, hey guys, we understand this is what everyone's gonna want. We understand this is what the X price is going to be, but, you know, it's a lot of money. I'm paying. It doesn't matter to me. It's got to happen. Well, uh, speaking of a lot of money, for those of you curious out there, I'm going to at least tell you what it's worth in, uh, you know, dollars before we talk about the uh, other issues. Uh, so the physical collector's editions, $130 plus shipping, whatever shipping options you decide to go with. Um, the Digital Deluxe, which is just the Digital Collector's Edition, comes with all the virtual goodies, which we'll be talking about in a little bit. That's $60, and there's also the all-in-one version, which is A Realm Reborn plus the expansion, just the base games, at uh, you know a total of $60. I think that's a pretty good price. That kind of puts the expansion at the $40 price tag and the original game at the $20 price tag. Um, but the Collector's Edition, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. But in Europe, man, currency conversion just sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. You guys know what the actual I mean, price why did they, is? Why, but the thing is, why did they decide on that? Well, I mean, they normally in most cases of any games, you um, you have your euros and then you have your pounds, and like they all kind of equal out to the same value currency-wise. Why wasn't this the case for... Um, Heaven's Ward. I listen. If if I understood anything about current, all I know is it's not right. Like I don't know what the right. the actual conversion rate is, but I'm pretty sure it's not like one point eight to one or something like that. I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to one to one. It it came out to like a hundred and ninety two dollars equivalent. Dollars. Yeah, like our equivalent of it. Like ours is one hundred and thirty, but the the euro or the pound, whichever one it is, it came out. The equivalent was 192 over here. Joe, would you would you buy it if it was 192 dollars, or would you just no, say no, no way? So no so, way. do you feel I mean, for the people it's, it's over in insulting. Europe? I'm, I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but it, it just feels unfair to me. Um, it's 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 disrespectful, honestly. I think me personally, um, you kind of have to think from a business standpoint. It's like okay. 
X amount of people live here, X amount of people live here. How could it not be equal for everyone? I'm a very, I'm very, I'm from a fair standpoint. That's where I like to live my life. So, you know, I kind of feel like that's disrespectful from a business standpoint. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Shadow Tricks is pointing out in the chat here. It's actually only the physical collector's edition that had this problem. All the other versions are converted perfectly fine, but this one is is busted for some reason. It's literally, as Vadula's saying, it's 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 basically criminal to do this. Now, the site has been down since the pre-orders went live. Something the North American site didn't have a problem with. Do you think they're fixing it? Is that why? How I don't know how that takes three days to fix, but do you think they're fixing it? And that's why the site, the European uh, pre-order site, has been down for so long. I'd like to hope so. I'd like to, in all, all, if all is good in the world, we'd like to hope so. What about you, Sly? Possibly, but but money. Like I'm, I'm just but money. Yeah, but money, but but cash, but the almighty dollar. Yeah. The thing is, the way my bank account's set up. Uh, there you go. You took the words right out of my mouth. I have a, I have a check in the savings. <laughs> I got a check in uh, the, the savings. A lot. Oh. Uh, checking in the savings and you got to wipe, you got to wipe it on your leg. <laughs> oh. and and us uh, Roz is staying in the chat that it's the, the twitter confirmed the price is correct i i don't know i re i kind of just refuse to accept that and there are people who will spend regardless like and see we have panty here shut up and take my money hands raised hands raised I, i'm i'm probably in that demographic like shut up and take my money yeah it's unfair but i i'd be complaining like hell but i'd still pay the money like, I need that swag. You need it. Just saying, I ah, need it. I don't. The I don't. man cave needs a new, like it needs a new statue. You can go small. It needs a well. I th I, okay, it's a figurine. Let's. I mean, I've been seeing people calling it statue and figurine <laughs> in the chat. A statue, like the statue of David, is a statue. This is a figure. <laughs> I would never call this thing a statue. It's, it's an action figure. Wow, it's, it's not an action figure. It's one of those action figures I'll take we, out of the box. Are we going to have this debate? Yeah, <laughs> no, this, that's... It's not in, in a hobby no, this is, this is exactly the time or place because it has all three of us in the same place. It's perfect. <laughs> so those, pre so those pre-orders have already been available, at least for North America, since yesterday at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It was supposed to be available at like 7 a.m. for Europe, but like I said, there's been shut down. Before we start talking about all the goodies that are coming in the collector's edition box, you know, the pre-order bonuses and all that stuff, I gotta ask. Joe, you haven't pre-ordered it yet, so I just I just want you to feel our pain as Sly and I kind of discuss this. Sly and everyone in the chat, what was your experience like pre-ordering the Heaven's Word collector's <clears throat> edition yesterday? Sly, tell me, how was it? Uh so I go to Square Enix, which, you know, on a normal day, I could, you know, I'd, the screen would pop up, everything would pop up, I'd click what I want. Yeah. Took me about 10 minutes to get to the first Square Enix screen. Then I click Heaven's Ward, goes to the Heaven's Ward choices. You actually, on, um, it actually appeared the first time? I don't Yes, it did. You're lucky. Again, but it took 10 minutes, though. It took 10 minutes just to get that first screen up. Better than me. And then I click on the collector's edition for PS4, put it in my cart, click to check out, another 20 minutes for that to load, and then, you know, go through the whole, you know, um, 
shipping and everything, um, I think was on average was three minutes per page for the whole shipping, um, payment, address, things like that. Once I wanted to confirm, do the final confirmation, it took about 45 minutes for me just for me to get that final confirmation. Like I, I sat here and watched um, other people's streams while I was waiting on the little circle going around for like 45 minutes. <laughs> come back, look at it, go back to Twitch, come back, look at it, go back to Twitch. Finally, it went through, and then that was pretty much it. Man, your story is not nearly as bad. Uh, before I do my story, Joe, you have a you may not have a, a Heavensward pre-order story, but I can't leave you out of the conversation entirely. You had a you had a different pre-order story that you might want to tell us about, uh, one that involves a certain uh, bicycle that you told me about earlier. Yeah, uh, this is great. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know who's living under a rock, um, Type Zero HD came out yesterday. And uh, um, it's a game I've been looking forward to for a long time. I originally found out about it just because the 15 demo was coming on it. So I pre-ordered it months and months and months ago. I, uh, I needed to get to GameStop last night at midnight to make it happen. So called up GameStop yesterday, tried to coordinate with the manager, then the store owner, if I could get it earlier in the day, to which I was very rudely barked at. I thought it was a great idea. They did not think it was a good idea. Um, tried to tell them who I was. No one knew who I was. Uh, <laughs> do you not know who I am, the Swagoon? No, they had no clue. So I... Uh, I end up riding my bike uh, at 10.20 in the evening last night to my local GameStop, six miles away into town. I get there very quickly. I'm sweating. I uh, give them my pre-order. I give them my GameStop card. Stand in line. There's a huge line of like um, one and a half people uh, at the store. I tweeted it. Uh, it was it was terrible. There's one guy, my buddy Jim, who, who works there. They know another guy who actually watches the stream, which is pretty cool. Um, I got in line. I was the only guy there for type zero. I get it first. I leave. I get on my bike and my bike has a flat tire. Um, Whoa. It was, it's rough because my bike is my transportation. And regardless, I had never ride on a flat tire, but I was telling myself the whole time, like, this is an opportunity. This is a really cool chance to, you know, uh, to get things going for me. So I said, screw it. I rode my bike home in 18 minutes with a flat tire and a bent rim. And I got online and I got to stream, so uh, it's pretty cool, but not, not the best in my life. Hey, at least you have suffered you gotten that rim? Have you gotten that rim fixed yet? Uh, no, I, it'll be sometime later in the week. Um, I'll probably need to get in rides to work and stuff like that, but it, it'll happen. It's no bueno. Gotcha. Well, at least you made it, and at least you have some sort of torturous story. I see a lot of people in the chat talking about the cart boss because it was it, the, the joke was endless. It, the cart had five different steps, so now everyone's like, oh, I'm on phase one. Oh, I made it to phase two. Oh, I wiped. I got to go back to phase one. Oh, guys, I made it to the final phase. Everybody was going nuts, and they're like, cart bosses, look at this. Cart boss is harder than Mago Mog Extreme. Cart boss is harder than turn 13. I think the cart boss must be the summon of Tagoblums from Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> It was up. It's it's being regarded along the lines of the three one zero two boss and the ninety k boss. All these hidden bosses that only the Main most the elite, boss. only the most elite of Final Fantasy fourteen players get to be a part of. Oh man. Well, 
I got to stream all of my misery. Because I was streaming 14. I was like, okay, it's going live, whatever. An hour later, after, after so, oh my, so many issues. It's literally, I started up, I had it loading on four different tabs on Chrome. I had it on two different tabs on Internet Explorer. I had it on my phone. I turned on my other computer and opened a browser on there to try and do it. And I was just racing to see which one's going to get done first, which one's going to get done first. And I'm going through it. I get through to the cart. I'm on the final payment screen. And then I realize, oh, I was supposed to get two. <laughs> Mel reminds me I'm supposed to get two because I'm actually making it through. So I go back to the very beginning, which is fine because it doesn't force you to load the screen out. And I change it to two, cuts out, logs me off. Got to start all over from scratch. It takes me another 20 minutes just to get those items back in my cart. I'm going through phase one, phase two, phase three, back to phase two, back to phase three, on to phase four. Phase four is not loading. Go back to phase three, phase four, phase five. Finally, pay for it. And it says, thank you for ordering from Square Enix Store. I go to my email, glorious pre-order email. And then I noticed there was one email that had two items and an extra email with a third one. And I go to check my bank accounts. And what should have been $290 missing from my account turned into $460 missing from my account. Ooh. Because they gave me an extra. And I've confirmed they didn't just charge me three times. I got three pre-order codes and everything. So that's going to be fun trying to figure out if I want to, you know, I'm probably going to end up canceling it. But everyone just, I was just, I've never seen 600 people watch somebody just cuss at a computer screen, at a pre-order screen of all things. I, and I think everyone's had this experience except for the people who are, you know, patient and realize it's not going to sell out on day one because they have a infinite cop a number of copies pretty much it was it was a disaster so now that we've gotten our all the wipes for that loot though all the wipes for the all loot. Them wipes yes i the don't loot is worth it it's worth it but i got more loot than i wanted which is actually a problem here <laughs> what happened that sounds happen? like uh that sounds like everything happens for a reason and it's probably the best idea you could possibly do is uh give that thing away exactly Exactly. There's a lot of hype already in chat. Well, I, chat. Yep. don't worry. We've, we've, we've got other plans when it comes to Heaven's Word, guys. Don't you worry. I'll, I'll keep you guys appraised <laughs> to that later. But this isn't about me. The show's not about I still, me. I still need one. I still need one. <clears throat> you know, a bunch of people texted me like, hey, I mean, if you got an extra, and I, I don't, I mean, I'm already on the store, but if you can help me out. I got everyone. Everyone was like that. And I don't blame them with how much hell it was going back. But we kind of all thought it was going to be sold out, like, quick. That's why there was such a rush. We didn't... They never said, oh, there's enough for everybody. There was literally a tweet that said, no, it's not sold out yet. 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 <laughs> that's, that's... Which is worse, been. buying a ticket for FanFest or buying a Heaven's Word Collector's Edition? The FanFest ticket. Which is ticket. worse. Absolutely the FanFest ticket. I don't know what your guys' experience is like with the FanFest ticket either. Oh yeah, was it bad? Yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy. Like I, I stalked the fan test page and reloaded until it actually came up and like actually had my stuff copy pasted ready, just to like hit Control V and then type the rest of it in. But yeah, no, this it's is something I can relate to. Par. Absolutely, absolutely. I was at work for the first set of tickets. <laughs> Second set of tickets, I was home, day off, 
refreshing the page 10 times over, got in, finally got through, and I didn't have enough money in my bank account to actually buy the ticket itself. So I had the 10 minutes of elapsed time to call somebody up on the phone and say, hey, can I borrow your credit card number? No big deal. <laughs> that's how I got my ticket to Fest. Oh my God. See, that's, to me, that's on, that's on a whole different level. Now, yeah. uh, I'm going to go through, through a few more things real quick, and then we're going to be looking at some of the hashtag questions that we have here. We've had quite a few come in. Guys, keep, keep tweeting at the, at dream TV, at DreamNet TV with the hashtag SOTR. We're going to be going through those questions after we cover a few more topics right here. So, uh, the pre-orders included early access codes, except for the all-in-one, you know, you're kind of assuming of you know somebody who wants to do the early access or the pre-order is kind of already playing the game. Um, also, the EU, the PS3 versions, not going to have a physical CE. So uh, sorry for any EU PS3 player. You guys are suffering enough as it is. Now I have to bring this bad news upon you. I'm so sorry. And uh, the all-in-one version is the only version that's going to be available for the Mac, which is also coming out with the expansion. So uh, it means there's also going to be no pre-orders for that either because there's no early access for the all-in-one version. So, I mean, this doesn't really affect any of us three unless you guys have something to add about this. Any thoughts about a Mac version in general? And please keep it, keep it light. Like, <laughs> I know we got some no. Mac haters here on the internet, but we need no. to keep it light. Anything? I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy myself. I just doesn't affect me. <laughs> Good reason. Good reason. What about you, Sly? Have you ever That's used a Mac? Doesn't affect me. <laughs> or even used one? I, I used. I think as a kid we used Apple products. They weren't Macs. They were Apples. That's the yeah. I don't. I've never used a Mac. <laughs> I can. I can hear in your voice. You want to say so much more, but we're gonna move on. <laughs> no, 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 no. The only Mac right. I worry about is that McDonald's. No, it's a Big Mac. Oh. oh, there you go. There. Well, I'm gonna have McDonald's. Anyway, moving on. So, what's actually in the collector's <laughs> edition box? I know we were talking about the the figurine figurine earlier, but um, just to go through things real quick, we have the collector's edition box art. We have the special <laughs> dragon, uh, you know, figurine. We have an art book. We have a Blu-ray movie disc called Eorzea in Motion, A Realm Revisited, because we haven't beat the A Realm Reborn thing or the A Realm thing at all into Oblivion. The game itself, uh, the digital contents, which uh, there's actually... I think this is, honestly, I'm more excited for this in the physical edition than I am the actual things that come with the physical edition. We have the, the, the Dark Knight Cecil Helm, the Wind-Up Cane Minion, we have the Griffin Flying Mount, and there is going to be a Fantasia, but it's a collector's edition only. I don't know about you guys. That sounds like $130 worth of stuff to me. Not $190 worth of stuff, but $130 worth of stuff. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I'm kind of more hyped for the digital contents. I mean, all the stuff you said in the in in terms of the um, physical stuff, like the art book. I'm actually looking forward to the art book because I have the Art of the Artsia sitting on my shelf, which I actually did read or look at. And it was it was really good. So I'm kind of looking forward to see kind of the context concept artwork of Heaven's Ward and Ishgard. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward. I want my cane minion. If you're a goon, you have to have a cane minion. You have to have a cane minion. That's just like all these um, other minions I have. It nothing will pair like compares to the cane minion. Goon Squad. Hashtag Goon Squad. Could have said it better song. myself. That's all for Thank you, you, Joe. Joe, you haven't Thank ordered you. it yet, but I'm yeah. assuming that you, you're. Are, now, 
Sly earlier said he's the throw my money at it, like, regardless kind of guy. You weren't all for that, which means it leads me to believe you're, even though it's 130 and you say you're going to buy it, like, you're kind of on, you're kind of on the edge about it. That's what I'm picking up. It's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things where I have to get it. Like, it has to be bought, but I'm not going to be happy about spending that much money on it specifically, you know? Um, you look forward to seeing all the stuff in there and you go, wow, I got to have this, I got to have this, but it's like, ah, it's, it's like the reluctant pull out of the wallet. You know what I mean? And bring it over and have, uh, fork it over to the cashier. You know, uh, the cane minion is fantastic. It's like, it's just anyone who enjoys Lancer class or, uh, a final fantasy lore along those lines looks forward to that. Uh, me personally, I also look forward to the art book. The art is something that I really, really enjoy. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to have to pay that much money for a video game, regardless. You know, I'm gonna pay it, but I don't want to have to. That's fair enough. I, I can understand that. There's, there's, we've had plenty of collector's editions of games we play come and go, and we never thought we had to have it for those. But it's one of those games where we just can't. We can't stop. You, you, you have to. You have to do it. Must. Hashtag must. All right. So Indeed. we. Uh, we have a few questions here uh, coming in from the Twitter. Thank you, everyone, who's been uh, tweeting at us. Uh, some of these we've kind of already touched upon, but you guys went out of your way to tweet it. So we are going to you know, quickly readdress some of these while we have a little bit of time after talking about the collector's edition. So uh, Darth Saber on Twitter asks, uh, you know, hashtag SOTR, do you think Square Enix are right in charging UK players for the $129.99 for the collector's edition? Uh, all the US, Yen, and European... I mean, we went through this, and we, we, all think it's, we all think it's pretty bad. I think we agree that... None of us agree. You're getting hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. There we go. That's bamboozled. Bamboozled. Do you have a you have a you have one to add, Joe? Yes. No. No. Nothing. <laughs> nothing off the top of the head. Nothing. By, by the end of the show, will so you have something? In the car business, you call it knocked over the head is what you call it. Knocked over the head. Yeah. All right. Knocked, knocked over the head. Over I the can head relate to that in it. Jersey. I can relate to that in Jersey. I understand. All right. Uh, next, we have uh, Brandon Zachowski. I'm gonna. <laughs> I probably butchered the last name. I, I, I know I know him. He's a friend. We call him Chosky because the last name I'm not very good at pronouncing. So, hashtag SOTR with the new healer class coming. Do you think they will give White Mage a cross class ability to help with MP regen? The MP. Oh. What do you guys think? MP struggle, though. I think it kind of sucks that all three of us are DPS and we're just looking at white mages like, ah, I'm running out of TP, but that's not as bad. <laughs> I got gold. I got invigorate. You got shroud and it's on a pretty long cooldown. What do you guys think? You think they're going to give white mage anything at all to help with the MP issues that they have if they kind of just have to make up for other people's mistakes? Uh, I'll jump in here. One of my biggest uh, amount of experience with uh, that type of thing is in PvP. So the biggest thing that you use to counteract that is mana draw, a big 50% boost or a 20% boost. It's one move, it's instant, it's off the GCD. You pop it, you got it, one way or the other. Um, I honestly think the two ways that they may address it, they may not, who, who knows. But uh, Machinist may have some type of supplement for that. Um, additionally, I actually think that's a really great point. It's, uh, that would be a great way to sneak something in there. Uh, Astrologian could have something that says, hey, empty regen, you know, that's actually a really great point. Mm. Well, the big concern that comes out <clears throat> is scholars MP consumption is, yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's a joke because they never run out of MP unless there's some severe issues or lots of raising going around. 
Um, the, that's really where a lot of people tend to get the idea that White Mage even has MP issues, where it's more of a playstyle thing. I guess the big question is, with Astrologian coming in, we don't know what their MP consumption is like. We don't know if it's more similar to Scholar or more similar to White Mage. So if Astrologian is able to fill the role of White Mage at the very least and has decent MP uh, regeneration, I think that's really where this question comes into concern, uh, you know, if is white mages tools going to be enough to make it competitive with astrologian and scholar come to come to the expansion especially because as everyone's pointing out all the bards are going to go machinist you're not going to have ballads to rely on when, <laughs> when it comes to the expansion i don't know i mean it just it just goes back to um you know new job abilities what we're going to see once the new jobs come will they have anything you know that kind of takes it over white mage and going back to that Going back to what we were talking about last week, will these jobs be will be balanced to where people will still go back to White Mage or people will still go back go back to um, Summoner or Scholar? You know, will it be balanced enough, or will people say that um, Astrologian is the OP uh, healing class, like in terms of MP? I mean, I think Scholar is going to stay top of the top of the food chain there, but I mean. Shroud of Saints is, is on a pretty long cooldown. I, I'd say White Mage is more unforgiving to new players is really where this question comes into things. It's so easy to, you know, think you need to do all these things, especially in the Duty Finder. People are making mistakes. You're trying to heal them to make up for the mistakes, and that's really where you notice these things. Uh, Joe, are you still going to be sticking to Dragoon? You're going to be trying out any of these jobs while we're talking about it. Uh, it's Swagoon to 60 first thing. Uh, Dark Knight after that, but... The thing you have to ask yourself, I think they touched on it really well at PAX, is they, they went over for they went over for about 45 minutes the development of what it takes to go into a character, how they put the time and the effort into it. It usually takes up to a year for a dev team to create these classes. And the biggest thing to take into consideration is how that class specifically works in a raid-like setting. It's not just what it wants to do. Is it a two-hand sword class? Is it going to be a gun-wielding class? It's how that class raids. So... Taking those things into consideration, I really don't think that I don't think Machinist is going to come in and change the whole game and drop the game on his head. Bards are going to be irrelevant at that point. I think I think that every class is going to still have its role. Will Machinist have the same supplemental buffs? Will they have the same type of support as Bard? Who knows? Um, I, I from just in terms of the unique weapon that Astrologians have. Uh, I think we can expect some really, really nice stuff to come out of that class, some really unique play style. So um, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to see, me personally, I think the biggest thing is going to be how Machinist DPSs and how Astrologian DPSs, because Scholar stays in no matter what, and you need it for buffs, you need it for mitigation, but uh, White Mage is iffy and Bard is iffy. How will it play and how will it affect the other classes that you raid with? All right, that's a pretty good observation. Sly, if you want to chime in real quick. Yeah, I was about to say, um, I was about to ask, how long do you think it would take? Because no job, for example, Ninja, Ninja had to get like a hot, few hot fixes maybe a few weeks after it came out. Or if you, like, I think it was a month or so. But yeah, is this job, are these jobs going to be perfect once they release? Do you think they're going to be perfect when they're released? I don't think they are. I don't so, think any job was. Like, like it, look at Warrior. No. I don't. Yeah, you're right. And look, look how long it took Dragoon to get a buck. Like, 
Dragoons were so <laughs> how many patches? How many patches? How many patches? How Come many on, patches? Boys. How many patches were we passed over before we got a buff? So yeah, I don't think any job is perfect when it releases. So um, as much as we're looking forward to these jobs, and as much as we're looking forward to seeing whether they're going to be MP intensive or they'll be like MP OP, um, we'll have to see after the patch comes out, maybe a month. And see how many complaints they have, how many complaints healers have, or how many complaints um, range DPS has for um, machinists. So, all right, fair enough. That's fair a great enough. point, Sly. That's a great point. That's a great yeah. point. Well, I got a few other questions here we want to get through before we continue the show. Uh, so, this one I actually really like, and uh, it's just all the videos seem to show ten players in party. What do you think? Almost every video has shown 10 people together. I mean, I personally think they're just trying to show off all the job armor and that it's, you know, they're not actually, they're not showing off the idea of 10-man parties as much as I would approve of it. Uh, but, but what do you guys think? Please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. What about you guys in the chat? What do you guys think? Would you rather stick with the 8-man parties or would you prefer to move on to 10-man parties? And you two feel free to chime in on that as well. Which would you prefer, 8 or 10? Who personally want more? Who, man? But why do you want That's more? That's a great question. Why? Who wouldn't want more, but why? Why do you want more? Do you, don't you, isn't it already anno annoying enough trying to find seven people to raid together with, or doing the duty finder with seven people? Have you not seen the disaster that is Labyrinth of the Ancients? Do you not think adding those extra two would really bring it over? Don't get me, don't get me started in Labyrinth of the Ancients. Listen, Bone Dragon's but, so hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Is the is the content gonna scale up? I mean, we're getting we're getting to level sixty content. Like we're getting level sixty jobs. Is the content gonna scale up with us? If that's the case, then sure. Why not have two more people? Why not have another DPS or another healer? Yeah, I it's mean, all about scaling to the content. It's also that we now have like we're we're gonna eventually add enough jobs where. Eight, my, it's going to be hard to decide on eight jobs. Like, it's really going to be a flavor. Of, like, that's what creates flavor of the month jobs is, well, we only have eight choices amongst 13 jobs. What is the mathematical best? What do you think, Joe? Uh, I, I really want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, I want to see it for the complexity in terms of raid. Uh, I, I don't want there to be one composition, which is the boss. I don't want there to be dual monk. I don't want it to be monk ninja. I want it to be, can I run five DPS? Can I run six DPS? Uh, do we have to solo tank? Do we need to, you know, what if, what if there's an instance where we need to use three tanks in the future? Um, three tanks, two heals, three or five DPS. It, will we ever see it uh, to uh, a Hank, a tank, a Hank, a tank heal eight DPS group composition where you can just bulldoze through with your static or with your FC. You know what I mean? Me personally, uh, it doesn't really affect, from my standpoint personally, the only time it really affects me in terms of duty finder is if I don't know anybody online and I have to queue up by myself. You know, if I have if I have anybody that's online, if I'm logged in, I can say, hey, what's going on, dudes? Let's go jump in here, and then you can you can just you can max it out. Like you can just go in and say, hey, if it requires four DPS, let's do it with five. If you've got a healer that can do it uh, by its, by themselves, that's just so much more opportunity to do more things. That's where the swag comes in. You know, I really look forward to stuff like that. I hope I hope we can see stuff like that where it gives us more choice outside of like you have to have a two tank, two heal for a DPS composition. It must be this way. What can we really do with the game? That's what I want to see. 
I like it. I like it a lot. And there was a lot of mixed response in the chat. Uh, there was a pretty even distribution between people who wanted 8 and people who wanted 10. We had a few jokesters that said 40. Uh, no. <laughs> Listen, we saw, what happen we, we saw what happened to Wildstar. We don't... We don't want that. Everyone hated the four. Everyone thought they wanted the forty mans, and then they got there and they were like, "Okay, this was a bad idea. Never mind." Anyway, moving on before this becomes the anti Wildstar episode, um, we have another question here uh, with the new details on Astrologian's release. Do you think uh, White Major Scholar will feel the pinch of being left behind? And we kind of covered that with this. And I want to I want to expand this question to everybody. Not just that about, you know, White Mage or Scholar being in a pinch, because you have to consider White Mage has the shell on the protect. They have the buff stone skin. They have stone skin too, which just saves you so much time. But then you have, you know, you have the, the fairy buffs and the scholars that they, uh, they have very good MP consumption. They're also very easy to heal and DPS with. And then Astrologian has this healer stance and this barrier stance, which we don't know enough about yet. And they have this, you know, the ability to draw random cards from a deck and combine them with other cards. I don't know. I'm. I feel like Scholar is the one that would be left behind, if anything. But what about what about you guys? It's there's just not enough information. I don't think to make an educated decision at this point. Like I can only hope. I can only speculate. I can only think so much ahead in the game. You know, it makes me think honestly because I'm an anime guy. It makes me think of uh, uh, Kite from from uh, Hunter X Hunter, where his ability is, you don't know what his ability is. He can pick from all these different things. Like, what are those random cards going to do? Are they gonna be support? Is it gonna buff a certain class in the game? Will having one extra class or all of one set DPS buff or hurt your team? You know, uh, I think there's just way too much. I, I can only, I me personally looking forward to it. I only, I could only see White Mage getting left in the dust, honestly. Uh, White Mage doesn't do enough DPS to be, uh, uh, to be taken to those farther raid Whoa. positions with nothing else. Whoa, you need, to, you need to Shots go use some holes. You need to, you need to go fired. just... Outside, outside of a, a, a multi-target situation. Outside of a multi-target situation, so... Hey, man, I've seen Fluidor crit for, like, 1,500. That's... Fluidor doesn't mess Come around. on, now. Fluidor is only useful on the top of the ramp on the oh, Cardinal Flats. That's a PvP joke. <laughs> See? <laughs> I had to, I had to know. What about what about you, Sly? I'm you're the tiebreaker because I think if anything's gonna let, get left behind, it's Scholar. He thinks it's White Mage. What do you think? You're the tiebreaker. I'd rather have a Scholar. Be honest, like White Mage is. I think feel like White Mage is gonna get left behind. You don't want that protect. Like, you don't like want you said, that. Like extra said, 6%? Scholars are so much useful in terms of in terms of AOE. Like I, I like Scholars better. I think my scholar's better, but if if I had to choose and taking into a high raid situation, I would rather have a scholar. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not. I I feel like I'm getting bullied here. It's, I love you, the, the man. They, you have to ask they, yourself. they hate you. I love you. Okay. The question you have to ask yourself is: outside of the second boss in WOD, outside of yeah, that's it. Outside of the second boss in WOD, when when was a wholly applicable in a boss scenario? Turn, turn thirteen. If you got balls, <laughs> you can do it there. If you wanted, you wanna, you wanna show oh, off really your friends. Though, really? Come on, you don't need. I'd, like, I'd like anyone in chat. I'd like anyone in chat to respond to that question, with a with a realistic or educated <laughs> Wait answer. Wait till White Mage gets the buff, yo. 
<laughs> what if astrologians? What if what if what if astrologian gets left behind? We didn't even consider that. Maybe they'll get left behind. I I think that's the last the last considered uh, scenario. Period. I think uh, responding to that from before, I wanted to say. Um, I, I believe that the way that they will bring out these classes for me personally, in terms of my heart, the way that I think they'll do it is every one of these classes will be the best in the first iteration that comes out. And these people are, I mean, the development team is incredibly intelligent. Gandhi is an absolute genius, a mathematical genius. So when it comes to these classes, there needs to be something that's going to take a player who's been playing nothing but one class for X amount of time to say, hey, how can I shake this up? Why would I want the draw? It's because it's going to be mathematically better or mathematically do different things. I think it's that dark. I think that's going to apply to Dark Knight. I think that's going to apply to Astrologian, hands down. Machinist may have some type of supplements, which makes it uh, very, very nice to see. But that's what I personally think. I think these classes are going to be insane when they first come out and then there'll be tweaks down from there. But after that hype is built up, everyone will begin to play these different classes and then we'll see how it adjusts about six weeks later, something like that. So you, but call- do you want something to happen like, um, say, what happened in 2.4 when Ninja first dropped? And you see, you saw nothing but rogues. You saw nothing but ninjas. You just like the whole world was just DPS. The 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 wait times to get into um, instances was through the roof because all the DPS was you had four DPS every single time when you got in. But it's not even that. It's like I feel like there's going to be a certain competitiveness, if that's a word. Um, in terms of job classes and the newest the newer job classes versus the one people like some people just want to stick to i want to do dark knight does that mean i'm going to completely give up dragoon no i'm i'm going to keep i'm going to level my swagoon to level 60 before anything but i still want to do dark knight i mean i, I just feel like like i said the dream yoshi p has is for every single job no matter what even if it's a new job to actually be um on par with something else people might see subtle differences in each single job but you want to be able to take any job with any job you like any job you like into any situation no matter what and still come out that's the dream all right, that's fair. And a lot of it's people nice in dream. chat, a lot of nice people dream. in chat aren't a fan of you guys hating on that white mage. Everybody's talking like all, mentioning the speed runs, talk about last boss of Wanderer's Palace. Like, yeah, holy for all these situations. It's so good. This, this is great. This is great. Yes, it is good for speed runs of dungeons. It's good for what about you know farming. Man? What uh, about turn four? <laughs> where, where, where in turn thirteen? Turn four. It's great. You know, I'm saying phase. in terms of a very of a cutting edge progressed raid instance. So far, turn what 13. have we seen? Turn 13. You can do it during the ad phase. Where? All the gusts. Where? The ad phase. On the, gusts? Yeah, on, on the gusts? Yeah, do it on the gusts. Yeah, on the okay, gusts. So you, you, can do, you can do a holy. You can do no, a you can, holy on a gust. You can do two or three. You can do two or three. And now, and now is, are those holies going to out DPS a scholar over 10 minutes, over a 15-minute battle? Hey, man. It's not about the 10 minutes. It's just about those few seconds where you're like, bam, I'm the greatest. Milo knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Juan, Juan. I, I, I hear that. I hear it. And I understand. Like there, I, I personally, I would rather play a white mage than a scholar, and that's that's the bottom line. Is I would rather play a white mage because of the ability to do things like that. However, when you're bringing it into a raid, when it can DPS and healing is considered, the class that would get left behind because of the DPS factor, I believe, is white mage. I don't need to defend it. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things where you're not going to see multi-multi targets in a high-end raid unless we see that in Alexander. We may see that in Alexander. If you want to use Holy to clear the uh, clear trash in front of uh, in front of a boss, that's fantastic. That's great. But when it comes down to the top DPS you can possibly have, 
It's Summoner. That's you know, the bottom line. I, so, so, I think that's summoner, fair. Summoner slash. <laughs> you know? I think it's a. I think I think what you're saying is a little bit fair. I, from my own experience, most of the time you literally tell, okay, White Mage and Fairy, you guys heal. I'm in a DPS. That's what the scholar says in almost every exactly. Final coil. I wonder what. See, I'm curious though. I want to see what it would be the other way around if the scholar tried to handle all the healing, which I don't think they could. Uh, which they is, couldn't. Which is why I would leave them behind in terms of healing. But I want to see when it's on the other foot, what the white mage is capable of. I want, I want to, and there are people who do that. There are people who have or, or double or double white mage compositions where one white mage can pretty much handle mm -hmm. almost everything. Um, it there's there's a, see this is good though because these decisions should be absolutely what we think about in the expansion. We should be considering: Do I want to bring a scholar to this fight because we need more DPS? Do I want to bring the white mage for the extra protect and the stronger stone skins? I think that mm -hmm. this, despite our opinions differing, I think this is actually what they want us to be thinking about on a fight-to-fight -fight basis when it comes to Alexander. Mm -hmm. So, I, I think I think the biggest thing is going to be, if it is in terms of the tweaks, they, they alluded to it twice at PAX, is that they didn't say high-end. They didn't say end-game. They didn't say any of these things. They said, they said ultra high-end raid bosses. And that was specifically for Alexander. So what does that mean? Does that mean that they have tweaked these battles in terms of DPS and healing so high that we're going to need all of those things? Like, that's what I look forward to. That's what I, I are we going to need 10 DPS? Are, are we a part of you? Are we going to need 10 party members to get these things accomplished? That's, that's what I, I really, really don't know about. All right. We had a lot of fun with these topics. We're going to have to come back to some of the questions a little <laughs> bit later because we got so heated on that. We still have a lot of stuff to talk about with the yeah. actual live letter. I think we could have spent a whole episode literally just talking about are jobs going to be good or bad that in the expansion? Exactly. Whole episode. So um, we already had – so we talked about the pre-orders. We talked about the contents of the collector's edition. Um, I want to get your guys' quick opinion on this. So – we knew about this a few days before the live letter, but did you guys know there are actually like on top of the collector edition, there are pre-order bonuses just for pre-ordering Heavensward. Were you guys expecting that at all? I mean, I know we had it for a realm reborn, but with everything the collector's edition comes with, do we really need even more of a reason to pre-order it other than early access? It's a better incentive. It makes you, it, it kind of makes you feel better. Like if you're paying that much, like in terms of higher level, um, packages in terms of like the digital CE or the regular physical CE. I'll take it. You'll take it? Well, let's go over what they are. Yeah. So we have the Baron Circlet and the Baron Earrings. You know, more Final Fantasy 4-esque stuff, which they are just riding on so hard when it comes to these bonuses. We have a little minion, the Chocobo Chick Courier. It's a small little black Chocobo with a courier's hat. And, of course, like I just said before, you get early access to the game. Now, you don't have to pre-order the collector's edition. You can pre-order any edition. But early access is a pretty big deal, assuming that we can actually play during the early access. Do you guys have any horror stories of your own back from then? It was, it was not good. I, I played on a Japanese server, so I had, I had no horror story whatsoever. What about you, Sly? Same. Same. You played on Start a Japanese down, server, too? No, not a Japanese server, but okay. I just didn't have any problems. I played on Fanfoot. I'm so jealous of you guys. But, I mean, so the pre-order bonuses are nice. We can agree that they're, they're nice little extra incentives if you're into glamour or whatever reason. The early access, though, um, I don't even... I just... I don't even know what to do with those extra early access days or if we're even going to be able to play, actually, 
unlike the last early access. I mean, Sly, did were you, did you did you play during? You said you had no problems at all on family. None. None. No. I don't None. believe you. Because I can't now. I can't ask you for any horror stories. Do you have any horror stories on early access at all? Was it all good? I hate. It was you. all good for me. I hate you. Like in a loving way, I hate you. <laughs> And Joe, you played on the Japanese. No, the Japanese servers had to have had some issues, Joe. No, I honestly, I had no issues whatsoever. Everybody was saying they couldn't get in the game. I had two different characters on two different servers. I, I loved it. I had nothing to do when I in, in my in my life at that time. I had nothing to do but play Final Fantasy. I I was at level fifty in the first week before people even started playing the game halfway around the world. So. I mean, I think the biggest draw is that early access, obviously, out of those three things, that's the biggest thing. And it's prestige, you know, it's being able to come in the game and be there before other people are there. All right, well, yeah, I the mean... the game hates you, Happy. I'm it, not too surprised. I'm not too surprised the game hates me. I, I, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> but, uh... Now, the thing about early access, though, do either, do either of you play on multiple platforms? Joe, I know you just recently tried downloading it on the PC, but do either of you play it on both the PlayStation 4 and the PC? No, I'm strictly PS4. Strictly PS4? Right now, I play both. Play both? So, Joe, this you gotta not like what, has to, what you have to do for having multiple <laughs> systems. Well, the, the tough thing is I'm probably just going to play it on PS4, the early access, and then, you know, it is what it is at that point. I, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't really, my, it's, it's, it's frustrating if I could, if I had to do both. Like if I wanted to stream, my setup is better on the PC. And yes, that suffers from a streaming standpoint, but from the gameplay standpoint, a pure gameplay standpoint, I use the PlayStation. So that would be an easy pick for me. And it is frustrating because I, I, I would expect a company that puts this much time and effort into making money off of it to also frame their minds around the customer and saying, hey, if I play this on multiple accounts and I have this set up on multiple platforms, why would I not? Why would I have to pay twice? You know what I mean? You guys That's heard frustrating. it. You guys heard it. In case you didn't know, if you want to play this game on multiple platforms, like you already have been, you know, you had to buy the game twice already. You knew how it worked, or you did the PlayStation 3 upgrade to the PlayStation 4. Whatever. However, the big question has been: Am I going to have to buy the expansion for PlayStation 4 and PC if I play on both? The answer is yes, and if you want to play early access on both, you need to pre-order them both. So, yeah. now let's be fair here. I don't know if you guys have played Final Fantasy XI, where we had double platforms, but back back in those days, the internet was still in its infancy. There wasn't all these issues with people wanting a piece of the pie. Like, oh, this is Sony wanting a piece of the pie, but now Xbox wants a piece of the pie, so you got to pay for it twice. That's really what's happening here. Because so, they, there's licensing problems with this. And this is a modern-day problem that's not Square Enix's fault. Like, you know, and it's, it sucks. And I don't like it. I don't think Square Enix could have done anything about this, Joe. I don't think they could have. I, I think I, Sony I, and Microsoft has them by the cojones. I, I think you're absolutely right. Reframing from a developer standpoint, from a player standpoint, that's where my, uh, my reaction comes from. I wasn't even thinking along those lines. And legally, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's that's a really great point. That's a really great point. And another thing you have to consider with PlayStation 4 is um, you don't need PlayStation Plus for this. This is something that like the deal was made where you can just do Final Fantasy 14 on your PS4 without ha or PS3 if anyone does if without having to have PlayStation Plus to even have that. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, I had to crack a joke at the PS3 users, but. 
Um, yeah, you don't need PlayStation Plus to actually play online. This is something you can do without having a PlayStation Plus account. Um, now, with that being said, is that another kind of um, notch on having to pay for another um, another platform? Because yeah. in a way, you're paying you're paying for that online connectivity without playing without paying Sony. Yeah, you bring it to the PC platform. What are you paying for? Who are you Who are you paying directly? Yeah, I, I mean, I totally understand. I see people talking about it in the chat. You know, people. there's a lot of people who are coming by who are talking about how they play on two different platforms. And there's also a lot of discussion going on in the chat about the Steam version, which we haven't even touched upon at all. The Steam version got boned even yep. harder. Because guess what? You bought it on Steam, you got to wait till Steam offers you the upgrade. Which means no physical collector's edition for you. I mean, I think Square Enix needs to address it a little bit more clearly. What happens if you want to get the physical collector's edition and you play on Steam? I, I don't even know what to think of that. And then the Mac version is a whole other story because that's gonna you're gonna need to buy it again for the Mac version. Don't you guys just wish we could go back to a day where this wasn't all a problem? There was just one floppy disk. Yeah, I wish we could. Dude, Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen on a floppy disk. That's you know what we call that? Final Fantasy XI. Anyway, moving on. Oh! <laughs> I played it for seven years. I'm allowed to crack jokes at it, all right? It's an ancient game at this point. <laughs> you grandfathered it at that point. Oh, man. Oh, and um, <laughs> so I, I, there was the question popping up in the chat. I want to address that real quick. You don't need to buy the collector's edition twice. You only If you need to buy it on both PlayStation 4 and PC, but you want the collector's edition stuff, buy it once and then buy the normal version on the uh, on the the other platform. That's the word I was looking for. I kept wanting to say console. It wasn't working. But if you're buying it on the PS3, you're prepared to be even more boned. Like, the bonage here is just... There's a lot of bonage going on. So if you're somebody who bought the 20 gigabyte PlayStation 3, uh, sorry, go buy a PlayStation 4 or buy another hard drive. Because the 20 gigabyte hard drive, Heaven's Word itself is like 20 gigabytes. So it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit on the hard drive. I, Sly, you already cracked one joke, so I'm just going to hand this over to you. Hey, look, I had I had a 120 gig when I um, had a PS4, so I mean a PS3, so... I would have been fine. Now I know some people do have a um, have just have a twenty gig, and that's fine. But still, like you have to consider those people already have saves on there. Like they already have a lot of stuff on there, and yeah, they kind of knew this was coming. You kind of have to figure pe um, people with lower end um, hard drives knew this was coming. Like if you wanted to play something, which a lot of content like Final Fantasy fourteen. Why would you have a? And I hate to say that like that. I hate the sound of leads. Why would you have a uh, hard drive that can't handle it? Just saying. Shots fired. Damn, that's hardcore. You're calling out. You're calling out the hard drives now. Yo, we're gonna. They're yes. gonna. They're gonna shut yes. us down over at uh, like Samsung or something. I don't know. Anyway, what about you, Joe? Do you feel for them? I mean. It's it's one of those things that it's it's frustrating because I remember when I first started playing this game and the only only way I could play it was on some really terrible internet on a PS3 and you know I I idolized people that had gaming computers I idolized people that had PS4s uh, when it came out you know um, but the bottom line is what I needed to do what I needed to do to play the game that I love bottom line 
Um, I, it's frustrating because at the end of the day, almost every single one of these topics comes down to money. It comes down to how much money can we make? How much more can we make out of the same market? But for me personally, like I will invest money in my quality of game period. You know, like I invested in the PS4, uh, PS, uh, I was, I was very grateful to be able to have other things like, um, I invested in a separate thing that I could have team speak on. Uh, I've spent over $200 on controllers alone. You know what I mean? So I can play the game that I love. Uh, I believe that these people know, like, I think they know, like we're going to spend money to do it or we'd hope it is frustrating though. Like I, I don't, I, I could never see somebody, I could never see somebody having to buy an SDD or an additional hard drive just to download the game and play it on PS3 and then to have to buy it again to have to get a whole nother system, a whole nother platform on PS4 because you can't, you have to upgrade, you know? Oh my goodness. It's, uh, I mean, the, the hunt guys, the hunt alone. Imagine. Oh. Okay, oh no, I, don't, I, 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 don't, I don't want to. I don't want we to can't imagine. even talk about this. That's, that's another two hours. <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't load in. We can't load into the hunt in time to do it. So we're not going to be able to. Oh my gosh. Oh so, my gosh. So uh, one last thing. Uh, that was pretty much it for all the pre-order stuff in the collection. Uh, PSA, by the way, if you are on the PlayStation 3 and you have a PlayStation 4 but haven't upgraded the version yet from PlayStation 3 to PlayStation 4 for free, that is ending in April. I don't remember the exact date. I, I just saw the post today. It was either April 1st or April like 15th or something like that. But if you haven't done it yet and it's you're something you're planning on doing, you have about a month. You have like anywhere from two weeks to a month to finally finish it out. I'm sure some people in the chat are going to be posting the exact date right now. Um, so just PSA real quick before we move on. The first. There we go. The first. We got an the answer first. right there. Nice. So you got two. You got less than two weeks. So good luck to you. If you want to save up $400 real quick, go buy a PlayStation 4. You might want to do that. So. Uh, and somebody asking, why wouldn't you do that upgrade? Some people, they have their PlayStation 4 in a static position, and they never bring it with them. PlayStation 3, they're able to move it, or it's in a different location altogether. I know people who have a PlayStation 3 and a 4 copy actually separately, both of them on their account, because they have to go to two different locations. Not trying to make, you know, try, trying to figure out why you wouldn't do the upgrade, just letting you know if it's something you're planning on doing. You only have a couple of weeks left to do it for free. So, moving on, we've, uh, we've already kind of gone about an hour, so... Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna try and go through these last few points quick, and then wrap up with a few questions. We got a bunch of news about patch 2.55, so that is coming on March 31st. For those who didn't know, and I don't know what to think about this patch because we're getting a lot of little things I didn't expect us to get before the expansion. Starting off with Final Coil and the Duty Finder. <laughs> That's that's <clears throat> exactly exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Bye>. <laughs> I can't contain myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I mean, it is the day before April Fools, so maybe, 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 maybe in Japan it's already. Are we April being Fools trolled by Yoshi? Are we I being trolled by Yoshi? I think we might be. Oh. Uh. And they're adding Echo after. I'm gonna start crying. And they're adding Echo after. Now, in all, now in all fairness, without the jokes, I think this needed to happen. I think I thought we all knew it was gonna happen. We didn't know it was gonna happen this soon, though. Yeah, and, that, and that's my question. Is it? Isn't it too soon? 
I think just, three, I think it's, for this. it's been two months since 2.5, and then it's been five months since Final Coil itself actually came out. I think it's the right time, um, just because I don't know when they would do it otherwise. They could do it at the end of April or the end of May, maybe a couple of weeks before it comes out. I guess the real question is they didn't say if they were nerfing any of the fights. They just said they, they were going to be adding Echo gradually like they did before, because none of those fights are going to be duty finderable. They're not all super hard for an organized group, but I do not trust a single duty finder group. It's not like turn six. It's not like turn seven. It's not like turns one, two, and four. I do not trust these turns, any of them, to be beaten in the duty finder without some insane luck and every individual just being skilled. I don't... But you guys were... Joe, just again, silence? That's Go all? Ahead. Go ahead, Joe. I mean, it's really one of those things, like, it's, it's frustrating because the people that clear this content are organized, they're prepared, they're ready to go, they're driven, and they have uh, the time and effort to invest in clearing the content. Okay, so then you have the next group of people that will clear who are organized, who are driven, may or may not have as much time to devote. They'll clear it immediately afterward. Then you, and this is the honest truth. If anybody takes offense to it, it is what it is. Then you have the people who don't have the motivation, that don't have the determination, that don't have the game or the, or the skill the involved that want to clear the content. Is that is that Yoshi P calling you and, and Mom Agro? You? I told you Mom Agro. I told Mom you Agro. Mom Agro. Got it. Your mom is Yoshi P. Um, <laughs> how could I? It'd it was be really weird if he if he married me at that point. No. Yeah. Um, it's just it's one of those things that is frustrating. Like someone said it in chat themselves. Do you find her turn five as a nightmare? Yeah. Um, I could me personally. I can see turn ten. I can really see turn ten. Maybe after an hour, a hundred minutes, something like that. Um, but when you get to turn 11 and let's not even talk about turn 12, you have no idea. You have no idea what you're getting into. Like they might have the item level to get through, but you need to finally tune DPS. You need to max your class out. You need to know exactly what you're going to be doing to get anywhere near it. I can see seven Bennu's. I can see eight Bennu's. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I, it's, it's, it, it's laughable from my standpoint. It's, it's frustrating because I can, I could see There'd be a lot of funny videos, a lot of fun, a lot of fun things to watch in a duty finder 10 through 13, but, you know, it's, but, but then again, you never know. Like you really never know. You, you could get everybody up that, on team speak and really, really do well. So who knows? But what about the people yeah, and there's stuck that behind one because, out of a hundred? Yeah. The one out of a hundred who uh, in the chat saying any group that clears five or nine or something like that in the duty finders, just all experts to the same server and become a static immediately. You're all obviously playing at the same time. And that's the other thing, Joe, what about the people who, you know, they, you know, they work, you know, the nine to five, they come home, you know, they have a family to take care of, and then they get to play for a couple of hours. And they can't get a static because of that. They have to rely on the duty finder. I mean, for them, it's at least nice, uh, regardless of whether or not they're stuck at, you know, five to nine. It's not always a skill thing. I ran into somebody the other day in the duty finder who did the fight perfectly. And he was somebody who it was his first time doing it, you know. And he was already adequately skilled, but he had to rely on the duty finder because he didn't have a static. And he couldn't beat it because of that. He, I watched him play. I was in the duty finder with him. The guy played flawlessly. He knew exactly where to bring the boss, how to dodge the the dive bombs in the pit, how to pick up the snakes, use temp. I was amazed that that guy had never done it right. before. It, it's, it sounds like that player has skill at that point. You know what I mean? Like I said, if it's if it's an issue in terms of time, if it's an issue in terms of group dynamic, those people will clear, but it will be after the fact. It may not be world's first. It may not be world's month's first. You know what I mean? But they will have the ability to do it. It's the, 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 the why I laugh is because you might have the gear level and you might go into clear things like that. And you're going after the gear, but I mean, 
it's chaos and everyone knows this like i believe everyone who's watching this y'all freaking agree like the duty finder is chaos and those fights are chaos even to skilled people so i mean i i i just i i, I cringe i cringe right. thinking about and, it i cringe it's gonna, help, it's gonna help it's it's gonna help but not by much not by much yeah and it's let's not, not fool ourselves but, in the in, in the thinking that um party finder doesn't have its share of an organization. It's only a step up of being organized in a DF. So, like, I would, I would definitely, if I had to choose between a DF and a PF, I'm going to choose the PF every single time because there is a sense of organization there. It might not be much. Hell, some PFs can go horribly wrong and can be worse than a DF, but it, there's still some organization. It's just with DF, and it goes back to what you were saying, Joe. Um, there needs to be some like customization within the DF. For example, T5. Some people can one like most time, most of the times I'm T um one tank in T5. Like and you don't get that option. You don't get the option to cater to what you want to do in a specific raid or um whatever you want. So like DF needs to be kind of customizable to fit what you and your group need. Um, yeah, it's just it's laugh. It's like you say, Joe. It's laughable. It's like it's, DF is laughable. Okay. It's it, not not to not to really take it much farther beyond that point. Obviously, Mike, I know where you're coming from. And for people that don't have the time and don't have a static, it will benefit and they will find the positive from that. However, when we're talking about the rest of the probably 75 percent of people who will be looking to clear turns 10 through 13, it's going to be frustrating for everybody else who really has the skill or has the motivation to clear that content is what I'm saying. Um, that's and, and, I mean, yeah. And, and again, um, Mike, in terms of that, of that person who doesn't have the time, like, would you recommend a DF or would you recommend the PF for them? Because no, like, I would recommend, I, I, well, I would okay. recommend just finding it's, a static that's already cleared it to jump into it with. That's what I would recommend. Right. It's being brought up in the chat a lot, though, that some people purposely avoid the party finder because in the duty finder, you kind of go in with the sense that you're, you're kind of, you kind of know what you're going into. You know, I think that's what it is. You know, you're going in. There's probably going to be other people that don't know. You're trying to kind of learn for yourself. And if you get lucky, you beat it along the way. In the party finder, half the time it's three wipes, uh, three deaths, you're out, or, you know, no soldiery bonus mm -hmm. allowed. Though I think that that is also an intimidation factor. Like, yes, the party finder has the additional the additional sort of organization. But if you're if you go into the party finder and you type... Uh, looking to learn this fight, the amount of success you're going to have is extremely limited compared to the people who try those, you know, very few wipes kind of groups. Just because even other new players sometimes aren't willing to go into a learning party because they are ju they just want to clear it. Like it's so much harder to use the party finder for things like that, in my opinion. We got a few other things though that we want to talk about because I feel like any one of these topics we could have spent the whole show on. <laughs> fantastic points of conversation fantastic points yeah. yes and uh, so i'm gonna run through a few right here we're gonna try and uh we're gonna try and get through these as fast as possible um world of darkness gear limit being removed whatever like to me that's whatever sure why not <laughs> it just doesn't matter like you're so close to the expansion it's all gonna get replaced do it and I, I also I hate World of my Darkness. Now, though. I can, I can finally like have more motivation to farm that Onion Knight card. I still don't have. That Demon Hat of Casting, though. The Demon Hat of Casting. I still haven't got my Puff of Darkness. Yeah, see, <laughs> motivation. So thumbs up from all three of us for that one. But along with Absolutely. that, the Encrypted Tombstones being added to the weekly quest. So now you're gonna have turn eleven in the Duty Finder. 
probably need more details on that still, but you will have the encrypted tombstone. So, 130 weapons for everybody. Again, anything on this? Like, now does any is anybody even going to consider doing the relic at all? Like, before it was sort of, and now it's like, well, 130 weapon and two weekly quests. Why, why even bother? Uh, it's... It's we've I've actually had this conversation with you before. Um, yeah. It's the frustration of the soldier superhero and the poetics Power Ranger. Um, it's everybody can get to that point, and they can get all this gear, this I one thirty gear now. But it's what comes behind it. You know what I mean? Like I get scared when I see somebody with pure one ten gear and no high allegan, or pure one thirty gear and no dreadworm. You know what I mean? I get scared. I think it's great. I think it's absolutely great for people who want to increase and they want to get better DPS. They want to tank harder. They want to hold more aggro. But I mean. I, I get frustrated for the people that have spent all of the time. Like, I know this is very specific from my standpoint. I've got two, and I know happy you do too. I have two Zetas. You know, I put a lot of time and effort into those to be, uh, for, for someone to have an I-130 weapon and to be so close and not know the struggle and not know that grind, the commitment, the dedication you need to have those weapons and then to have them be so close. You know what I mean? It is what it is, but I, I, at the end of the day, it's better for the game, I think. Better for the game. What about you? Yeah, and see, that, and this is and this is what I opposed to Happy a few weeks ago, Joe, in terms of the carbon twine coming to uh, World of Darkness and um, the whole CT storyline and everything. Mm -hmm. um, people able to uh, people able to get the um, carbon twine when they're not even hitting final coil whereas you worked hard you did all the stuff you needed to do you cleared final coil got your carbon twine got your dreadworm, but like the way I see it is. <sighs> There are two options. We like with now new players, they're gonna have two options. They can either go for the Zodiac, go for the Zeta, or go strictly for um, strictly for Ironworks slash um, augmented Ironworks. And it's not it's not gonna say that they're not they didn't take the time and the effort to like get all their Atma, get all their Alexandrite, everything that goes into a Zodiac. It's just saying they took a different route than you did. Like it's just a, a separate. There are two ways you can go. You can go best in slot, which is Zeta right now, or, you know, kind of like pretty close to it, which is Ironworks. Th those are your options right now. Some people, like, some people, a few of my friends say, fuck Atma. Like, they just gave it, they, they just, like the way drops were, they said, fuck Atma, I don't feel like doing this shit. I can go, I can get my soldiery up, be a soldiery superhero, and and not have to worry about, you know, the stress of sitting there grinding Atma when it was old Atma. I mean, now, I mean, you can do it in like four, maybe two listen, hours. Listen, that's, but, you still need to be lucky to get it done in that time. Don't act like that's a normal thing right. to get oh, Atma's yeah. done in two hours. No, no, I'm not saying that. It's, that's very <laughs> abnormal. Yeah. But still, like, it's, it's just another option. It's just another option for people. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always open to more options and i see a lot of people with varying opinions in the chat you know versus you know the full augmented ironworks you know for some people consider it a problem with itemization you know most of the ironworks gear for bard for example is not very good for you know what the job kind of needs um and then there's also the question of are you more hardcore because you spent all the time getting the zeta which was a pain doing it all this time or are you more hardcore in a sense that you did try to do Final Coil? Like, you, you went out of your way, you got the group, made sure you were skilled enough to do it. And like Sly was saying, I think these are just different options. Once, you know, both of them are an investment of time. Some of them you can do on your own, and some of them you can do with other people. And, you know, as Heaven's Word gets closer, having more of these options is a good thing. It keeps people interested in the game. It keeps them progressing. And that, ultimately, you have to remember... 
you we can say you know anybody can say oh this you know poetic power ranger soldiery superhero but those people are keeping the game like those are the people who help people who are more on the hardcore side that love to go in and beat it and get the weapon asap they keep our content coming so i am somebody who who doesn't necessarily like all of it being open or it just you know it hurts looking back what i went through versus what they go through but i get it it's like they that's just their choice that's their play style and i respect it that's my stance on the whole thing i respect a player's choice to not necessarily be like down for the relic down for the dreadworm weapon and to just do it in their own time or to get a bunch of alternate weapons because that's what i'm doing <laughs> i'm getting weapons for all my jobs at this point that's what i'm doing it for exactly that's 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 the biggest benefit where it comes from everyone's going to benefit from it like i said first last mm -hmm. thing i said of the whole point is regardless of what your opinion is it's good for the game you know um all of it is always good for the game all the unlocks the echo everything is good for the game uh, again pardon me uh, frustrated from my from I, I'd, I'd like to see because i'd like to see there be a difference where from my standpoint in the beginning of a patch if I can get something or we can get something as a, as a group, as a static to the end of the patch, if it means nothing, like, like why all the effort then, you know, why, why, why go Whatever and why strive at the beginning of a patch? <laughs> Whatever happened to the days of playing a game to have fun? This is Eosia! <laughs> uh... That's all. That's what I'm going to end this point on. What happened to the days of just playing a game to have fun? Why is it always such a struggle to do that nowadays? You need so many justifications justifications for everything. Hungry, hungry hippos is for those who want to have fun. All right. I love this hungry, hungry hippos. I'll boys. play you right now, and I'll show you. Now. I'll show you who has. This <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's exactly my point. Exactly my point. <laughs> Okay, so we have a few quick things to blow through. There's a bunch of changes coming to the Gold Saucer. Everyone's been requesting this. More MGP from everything. Uh, they're going to be reducing the cost of the Chocobo items that you have to use for, like, covering Amen. the feeds and everything. Uh, they're going to be Preach. making adjustments to the tournaments. Not this week, though, because I've already seen people 20-0, and 0, and then they have an alt that's 0-20. Uh, <laughs> that's always an interesting thing to see immediately when the Triple Triad tournament starts. They're going to be balancing some of the Triple Triad NPCs. <coughs> Swift! <coughs> Rowena, sorry. I'm just allergic to bullshit. That's the second time yeah, I've I mean, made that joke. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> what, what do you guys think? Because I know, Sam, I know Sly, I don't know why I called you Sam. Sly, I know you're a big Chocobo racing guy. Of course. Of course, uh, yeah, I... I'm kind, of, I'm kind of looking forward to this. Like I already told you, um, when uh, Gold Saucer first came out, that the economy, like it, it was, it was kind of geared on making people come back to the Gold Saucer, come like spam the shit out of Triple Triad, race, um, do Chocobo races all night long because you just get, you just over time your MGP will develop, it'll build. But it was just everything was just so damn expensive. That's the way I felt about it. So kind of reducing these costs, kind of giving you more incentive to, you know, do some gates or do some more chocobo racing. Not had to spend as much time on it, but still I'm going to spend that time on chocobo racing because I want Seabiscuit to be OP as shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I like the idea. I'll, I like it. What about you, Joe? I mean, from a, a similar uh, chocobo whisperer, I, uh, from, from anybody who's gone into the gold saucer and played 
um, from like probably the first day or couple hours standpoint, you go and you feel like, wow, why so little? You get your first chocobo to level 50 and you're like, I've only accumulated 3000 MGP. I'm supposed to have a million, you know? Um, you need it, it needs to happen. There needs to be huge increases in MGP. Um, it's frustrating because I, I needed to, me personally, I needed to grind for another five hours just to cover my chocobo to get it to my second pedigree. And then I, I think about everybody else who does not have that time allocated in their schedule. Like how could anyone else even get to that point outside of the other dailies that they're doing outside of anything else that they have in their schedule playing the game? You know, uh, I think it opens up, I think it opens up uh, the area for other people. Me personally, I get frustrated even more because everybody who was PVPing is now in the gold saucer. Now it's going to go back even more. So I'm always SOL when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down for it too. And always. on top of all that, we have the new main story missions coming we're not going to spend any time speculating on those because we're 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 already the show's already running a little bit long and I know that some of us have uh, raids to do but they got to be dressed up real nice when they go to them. Who's, who 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 who? Well, I mean, I'm who? the best. Sly, Sly, you raid, you got a static buddy? <laughs> Am I dressed up? I'm on the beer shirt, dude. You're you're I mean, that's... goon president right now. You look like state of state of the goon address. State of the goon and state of the realm. I did not. I did not full thrust that woman. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, there so we go. One, la one, one last point before we're going to answer a few more questions on Twitter and then we have an announcement before the show ends. What are you guys going to do from now till the expansion? Like, what is your goal? And chat, I want you to get in on this too. What are your goals from now? Till June 19th, the early access day, which I know all of you are going to be a part of. So, what's everyone's goal? Sly? Uh, get to and clear final coil. That's on a like, that's always been a goal. Um, I mean, I know there's a, I want to get more gear for my miner, of course. Um, get a lot more gill. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm still third world. I'm still third world until, in terms of gear in, t in terms of gill. Yeah. I'm still third world. So I need, I need to start mining. I think I need to start mining some more shards, some clusters. There you go. What about you, Joe? What's the goal? Uh, there's multi. I, if anybody knows where my head's at, it's always multi, but I, I'm very driven when it comes to playing this game. My goal for my alt is, uh, my goal is relic Zeta for my alt, uh, final coil clear for my alt, prepared for Alexander for my alt, um, for my main uh, 20 million stacked, and um, and another level 130 class, who knows what it will be. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I see a lot of people talking about, you know, similar on your level, the, you know, clear, maybe turn five, turn nine. Uh, people asking me for loans, little, no. That implies you'll pay me back. <laughs> how much is the APR on a happy loan? Like, how much? Right? I, I mean, um, I need to know this. Listen, I don't. We'll, we can we can talk numbers later. I need to put on I need to put on something like what Joe's wearing for that. Um, we got people, you know, a lot of people farming Come up gill. Come see me. A lot of people farming up gill, wanting to get every class to 30 is a big one, it seems, because a lot of people think that 30 is going to be the magic level for the new job. So just have everything to 30 just to play it safe. A Kieran mount is also a big one. I don't know if I have the patience to farm all those ponies, but 
full dreadworm leveling all yeah a lot of people pretty much a lot of people with a lot of different directions i think it's i think it's good 26.99 percent. that's my apr thank you usmc <laughs> state max state max is the answer wow okay so with that out of the way let's let's just go over a few last questions we can uh wrap up the show with a one little announcement so what do we got here Let's uh, look through, see what we missed. So uh, first one, which abilities do you hope to see added to the existing jobs at level 60? Something like Holy 2 for White Mage or Ultima for Black Mage. I, I want you, for timely reasons, I want you to pick one job and give me one ability that you want. Chat, I want you doing the same thing. One job, one ability. Sly, go. Damn, why you got to put me on the spot? <laughs> I got put on the spot over. with the question, too. I got, <laughs> I'm just as <sighs> I can't even think right now. Pass. Pass. So what job is passability for? Astrologian? Like, no, I don't want this card. I really? <laughs> really? Ah, <laughs> got him. Oh, all right, all right, fine. We'll um, come back to you. No, no, no. You said pass. You can't change your mind now. Okay. Yeah. Joe, Go ahead. Go ahead. Joe, what ability uh, do you want? Why is it for Dragoon? Uh, oh, for Dragoon, I have to go Goon? No, you don't have to, but I just assumed you were going to. Um, I, I would, <laughs> I'd like, honestly, I'd like to see a dot on, um, I'd, I'd like to see more, it doesn't, I was thinking monk. I, I was thinking along lines of PVP. My mind was wandering PVP and something that I, would doesn't instantly matter. hit. It doesn't like matter one, what ability. Maybe yeah. it's a PVP ability. I'd, I'd want to see, I'd want to see exactly like, um, I, I think it's, I think it's ax kick that instantly grants three stacks. So you're right there. I think uh, uh, managing your stacks is something that's that's very difficult for me personally because I, I alt a monk on my main on Fanfrit. Um, it's something that I have an issue with. If I'm 12 seconds, if I if I can't find a 12 second gap and I can't keep my stacks, my DPS is very, very, very uh, uh, hard to maintain. So I wanna see something where I can just, I'm back right in it outside of PB, not even the build up time, the 7.2, 7 whatever it is, seconds for PB. I wanna see instant PB, uh, instant three stacks of Grease Lightning. Um, that would be sick. It's not going to happen, but that's what I'd want to see. Well, I mean, we're on the same page because the ability, the ability I want to see most is actually for Monk. I want to see them get 100 fists. And my idea for it is that they can't use abilities for five seconds straight, but their auto attack timer is down to like 0.2 seconds or something like that. And over the duration of the five seconds, they get their three stacks. Not at all at once, but over the duration. That would be my number one wow. ability to say. Wow. Please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. Sly, Sly you've had your time. Um, sort of like something for Goon, sort of similar to Ninja, kind of a damage boost for the raid. You know, something oh, so like you, that works. So you just 10%. want them to have raid utility, basically. That's not disavowed. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I'd, li I'd like uh, uh, Auto Phoenix, honestly, because that would be helpful. <laughs> auto re-raise for dragons. That's yes. not Everybody even for white mage. Not Everybody even for white one. mage. Just for dragon. Everybody just just auto re-raise passive. When you read, it'll read when you die, and you will. This will get you back. <laughs> it'll be cross class. It'll be cross class for uh, for heaven's word. It'll be cross okay. class. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, yeah, I see some people with, you know, Black Mage getting Doom or Re-Raise for White Mage. Yeah, Re-Raise is the one I'm seeing the most. I saw Banish for White Mage. Yeah. Paladin, anything that's an AoE, please. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot oh, of Oh, wow, that. wow. Great point. Wow. Great point. That's, that's real, though. That's real. That's real talk. Anything that's AoE. Oh, my goodness. All right, so that's that question done. We got a, a few more here. Uh, new Summons. 
What about you guys? What do you think? New summons? New eggies? What about a new fairy for Scholar? Some people think Helios is going to be popping up for uh, for Scholar as the third fairy. What do you guys think? Summoner, summoner pets allowed to. You can discuss either. I, I think honestly, from a development standpoint, from a uh, from a battle battle development standpoint, it's going to be difficult to create any amount of new eggies that are going to be so far different from uh, the current the Titan and Ifrit. You know, yeah. it's going to be tough to rebuild that. It's basically like reinventing the wheel at that point. Um, It'll be great, but it doesn't affect me. Uh, it's uh, so far outside of my realm of gameplay. I, I don't know when the last time I've summoned Joe never summons Joe never scholars. So I don't know. <laughs> Joe never I don't know. What about you, Sly? Joe never summons. <laughs> Sly, all right. I'm gonna throw in a different idea at you, Sly. Though, what if? Because okay. we've 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 heard about Leviathan and Dramu being two new eggies. Like they've spoken about this in interviews. Shiva, we haven't heard anything about. But what if they just literally made the new eggies new skins and they started kind of giving you the option, well, if I play the melee eggy, do I want to run Ifrit or do I want it to be Leviathan? Or maybe if I'm running Caster, do I want it to be Ramu? Or do I want it to look like Garuda? Sort of to let uh, summoners use which eggy they want. More of an aesthetic choice and less of a of an, of a of a combat related thing. So just what you're saying is give summoners more freedom. More freedom to, to express themselves on a glamour level if these things aren't better. Yeah, I, I agree glamour. with Joe. I don't think it's possible to add three new pets to legitimately add them and not replace the old ones. I think that's what we're, what we're going to see. Is it possible to have too many pets? It is possible to have too many pets. Minions not included, it is possible to have too many pets. The cat lady that lives next door would disagree. She... Well... <laughs> See, the thing is, she doesn't take all those cats and go fight giant dragons, I think. Maybe she does. I think she, she, I think she does. <laughs> I think she does. Maybe they're all druids. Who knows? Anyway, what do you think, Sly? Yeah, same. This is like, this is something that really doesn't affect me. It doesn't touch me at all because I'm probably never going to heal a day in my life. What like, about I'll Summoner? Do, I'll tank. Yeah, tank with, with Titan Eggy, right. It, it, it worked once in Ramu. It was a big it deal. Worked, back it then. worked once. How Until long it got was that? Three fixed. days? Four days? Yeah, it lasts about three, three days, days before it got hot fixed. Yeah. Three days. Yeah. Okay, I think we agree that it's great. It's great in concept. Great in concept. I mean, he is a lot. On paper, I, 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 what I would like to see is if it is implemented, I'd like to see six individual L limit breaks for the summoner, and I think that would build up a lot of hype around that class. Um, if like they it. end up implementing something like that, which would take a lot of time, a lot of programming, a lot of effort, and a lot of money, if they do, they'd have to spend even more money to make an individual limit break for every single one of those summons. Well, what if and they that just would be took... acceptable? So what's that, like another half year for what, summons? But, okay, but what if they just took literally all the finishing moves of all the primals that your eggies are, and they just literally copy-pasted them, threw them over, there's your, astral, there's, your, uh, there's your limit break. I almost called that Astral Flow for you Final Fantasy XI people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'd be frustrated if if I if I put the amount of time that I put into Dragoon as a summoner. I can imagine there being some really really hardcore summoner fans out there. Um, I'd be pretty frustrated if I didn't have an individual one per. I would be. That's me personally. I think that's fair enough. All right. Well, we got a couple more questions. What about, like the, other, what about the other jobs who are going to be like? Well, we only get one. We only get one. Everybody gets we one. We get one, and everybody gets one. And summoner gets six or however many. Like, that that would be the benefit many. of being a summer because there's not many others. There you go. Individuality. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Okay, let's uh, let's get uh, let's see one last question here. What do we got here? 
We got a lot of people asking about abilities, but I like this one when it comes to job action. So, hashtag SOTR with extra job actions coming. Do you think we'll see quote unquote job builds or more situational ability usage? And I think we, I think you guys can agree with you know you guys have faints since you're both dragoons. Would you love a real reason to start using more of those abilities that just feel like they're just not important to you? Do you think like? these job builds or situational ability usage will see be more common in the expansion i i really hope so that's a fantastic question um i really hope so like me personally if anybody anybody knows like i i love a dragoon tank build um i think it's fantastic uh you can actually go through dps in a lot of situations and put all vit on a dragoon and still maintain a very high level of dps with three dps and, and a one healer um to be able to do that in like low level dungeons is fun but i mean to use faint faint i use in, in pvp that's it faint is an awesome ability it's 20 seconds of slow um, but you never use it. Bosses don't, bosses resist it, you know? Um, it would be nice. I, I can also imagine with, uh, what is it? The monk move where if you, if you, if you parry an attack, you can put slow on somebody. Like that'd Haymaker. be great if you ever used it. Haymaker, exactly. Like if you ever used it, it would be a great move. But, you know, also one known punch outside of PVP, absolutely useless. Um, that's a fantastic question. I'd like to add that in 1.0, Monk's Featherfoot was one guaranteed evasion that would wear off, and there were abilities like Haymaker, Haymaker was one of them, that you could only use. So what people would do is they'd stand in a physical AoE, proc the Featherfoot, and then use those evasion-only attacks. As a whole nother level of skill that the Monks could go after, I would love to see things like that return. And and that's beautiful. That's when you see the eight Marauder turn nine. You know what I mean? Like the perfect uh, perfect dodge. It's it's, Shout it's out there's to so Zeno. many things that you, absolutely. Yo, I'm a he's 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 a beast. I love him. Um, I respect for what he does. It's uh it's fantastic to wrap your brain around how you can get through or avoid damage to succeed in an instance like that. It's I mean it's incredible. So I mean I, it's impressive. I, I, I that's a fantastic point again too, Mike. That's that's. <laughs> It's really interesting to wrap your brain around. What about you, Sly? You've been quiet over there. Yeah, I think it would be good to revisit some, some of the abilities that we haven't used ever since, like, like, like Joe said, lower-level dungeons, like Faint. Or, Joe, you don't use Fracture at all, do you? Fracture is irrelevant. It's, uh, it's, it's not worth the TP use. Exactly. In short fights, exactly. it can be, it would, but it would for be most it, it would be interesting. It would be interesting to use it, but we would just need to find a way. We would, developers, The developers need to find a way to make it relevant. It, it's, if they, if it sounds it, good on paper. It, it sounds good on paper, but what? I would love I to mean, be a black sounds good in another sleep. bill. I would love to use sleep and any of my... Exactly. I, I think they've gotten a little bit better at it. I remember turn five, it was very surprising when black mages were very good for things like lethargy and uh, you had scholars going out of where the miasma, a target strictly for the movement slow that comes with disease. I want to see more things mm -hmm. like that, where these individual jobs bring you a specific advantage, an instant cast movement slow like lethargy, kiting around an ad to help you out. Summoners in the old turn seven. I love that kind of stuff, and I really hope, that's a great question, I agree, that we see some Absolutely. of these abilities revisited, where there are ads that attack ridiculously fast. How do you do it? You slaughter oh, yeah. out faint. Oh, yeah. Something like that. And it has to, it, it has to be done. Uh, that's, oof, it's brilliant. Yeah. There's, now, there's, would they improve on faint, or would they just, like, no. would they just be faint two, faint three, or? The last fight faint was useful. 
when Chimera was new and people weren't using the hill trick, you could faint Chimera for, you know, for your relic quest, and it would slow down the cast time of Dragon's Voice. It still does, it's just no one cares anymore. And that would help people who are new to the game to get the silences off in time, and I want more of that. I think that those were good things. Being able to stun Ifrit, which I think made him a little too easy, it's just as soon as you're done with Ifrit hard mode, that's it. If bosses are all immune to everything at that point. I think we. I think we're it's, all uh, agreement. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just fascinating to wrap your brain around. It's really fun. All right. Well, that's gonna be a, a wrap for the show. Before we all sign off, though, I do want to share with you guys. Some of you may know that, uh, or you may see in the middle of the screen, in the middle of the podcast, the the word dream. So Dream Network is a network that Sly, Joe, and myself are all part of, as well as many other members. Uh, it was a it was a group that was put together. Um, for the sake of you know bringing together like-minded people who had a dream who love playing video games and we would love it would be our dream to be able to play video games for a living so we're going to be launching something uh pretty much as soon as this podcast is over with and it is going to be the forums for the dream network so i'm going to bring this up on the uh, screen right now as you can see a little thank you for linking dream network tv the website that we have in the chat one second here just need to grab a quick window capture because for some reason the other one wasn't popping up and there we go see it on your screen right here it's going to be a lot of different topics uh you're not going to see some of these because you know i've i'm logged in so you can see some of the more like you know admin related things but a bunch of different things here i highly recommend you come we've we've uh we've some people have come and they've started populating the forums but i want you to come here if you have any questions uh when it comes to anything at all, just check out the different topics and just be a, be a community. You know, here at the podcast, we really love having you guys. That's why we have these community segments where everybody gets to talk and everybody you were so active on the show tonight. It was great. There was tweets. There was tons of messages. People were discussing with each other outside of Sly and Joe and myself. And we want to extend that over to the dreamnetwork.tv form. So go over to the website. Uh, you'll see Roar Snacks uh, spamming it in the chat. Go over, be a part of the community, be a part of the dream. And on that note, I want to, I want to thank both of you. That was a great show. Sam, Joe. Thanks for having us. Dude, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming out. As so, always. Real quick, Joe, you're the guest on the show. I'll let you go first. Where can people find you? Twitch, Twitter, wherever. Uh, anybody who's interested can come find me. In the carton of flats, no, but seriously. Uh, brand new Facebook page out, facebook.com slash Joe Never Fails, Twitter, Instagram, uh, PlayStation Network, Steam, all at Joe Never Fails, uh, and twitch.tv slash Joe Never Fails. Come find me, boys. I think I think we already broke the forums in the time. It, no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a PVP thread opened up on, uh, on that forum as well, boys. Just throwing it out there. Oh yeah. Do anybody interested? Do you even PVP, bro? Do you even PVP, bro? So yeah, dreamnetwork.tv. Sly, everybody, they know where to find you, but how about you tell them one more time for episode three? Um, you can find me on twitch.tv slash sly aka gray fox, Twitter at Sly the Fox, uh, Instagram Sly aka Gray Fox07. Uh that's pretty much it for me. That's it for you. Well, Everybody, and I am your final host, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveroma. I didn't even bother introducing myself at the show. I was just so hyped to have both you guys on that I was I didn't even care about myself. I don't Who yeah. cares. Two goons and an in. Two goons and an in. We we're, we're, might be two goons and an in, but we all we all share 
the LOL. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. We will oh, see you guys. Oh. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait one wait. last thing. One last thing. And for the people who are new to the um, podcast, welcome. If you, this is your first time here. Thank you for coming. Um, I got to give props to President Goon over there. Mr. Joe never fails because he doesn't. And um, congratulate the man again because he has become partnered. He's now oh, an official yes. Twitch partner. I'm amazed you didn't shout yes. that out yourself, Joe. I, was, I had something I mean, really, Joe? before. Hey, hey I, uh, I'd love to throw it out there, but this is in my stream, and I know about how I'd feel about somebody advertising on mine. So, guys, it's a dream come true. Honestly, it's been a long time, but uh, this week it, it happened. So I'm a Twitch partner. I love every single every single one of y'all. Shout out to the dream because it's without you guys. I couldn't be where I'm at. But today's a beautiful day, and uh, it's the day one of a brand-new adventure. So, Again, guys, I'm extremely grateful to be a part of this team, and thank you so much. I really appreciate that, Sly. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good, good call, because I have something written blue. down here to respond to him, but I totally didn't think when he didn't mention it to not do Thank you so much, Joe. Congratulations from me as well. I've told you a million times over. You and I have had a bunch of conversations about it before. But on that final note, let's go let Joe raid. I am your host, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporon, with the final goodbye. You can find me, well, you're already here, so it's on my, it's, it's this channel, so you know where to find me. So, thank you everyone for coming by. We will see, wiki woo! We'll see. <laughs> you're getting so many wiki woo. You know what that is? That's everybody following Joe. That's how you know everyone was watching is going and showing some love, because we're getting all the wiki woos. We don't even need any music for the end of the show, because we're going to wiki woo our way out. Thank you everyone for watching. We will see yes. you next week, and until then, Take care. Fantastic, boys.